Well, good morning, everyone. Um, one of the things I especially look forward to as a member of St. Luke's is the making and exhibiting of the stations that we do around Easter time. And some of you might remember the stations that I made uh, earlier this year. I've put them up again on the main altar there if anyone wants to take a look. Um, it was made in response to the theme set by Meg, which was Hope Carriers. And what I've made is mounted over a set of rather old and dilapidated traditional paintings of the stations. I've overlaid the verses to a rap song that I wrote. So you might be asking yourselves, what's an old geezer like me doing getting involved with rap music? Well, earlier this year, Oscar, my son, turning 10, started to get into rap, and I can't say I was altogether happy with this development. And the more I listened to some of the lyrics that he was playing, the more concerned I became. So I decided to do some research of my own to try to find some rappers that gave a more positive message to some of the people that Oscar was listening to. And that was how I discovered Stormzy. But a little bit more about that later on. The theme of Hope Carriers also prompted me to think about the importance of role models in our lives, and perhaps especially the lives of children and young people. Now, psychologists describe a process called introjection, by which important characters and events in our lives are taken in and become fused with our own personalities. This is especially so in the formative years, but continue throughout our lifespan to some degree. Now, of course, both positive and negative influences can become interjected. And so qualities associated with any individual that a person might identify with, film stars, sports personalities, even rappers, can become internalized and interjected to become part of that person's personality. But it's not just actual and real people and events that can become interjected. And so, for example, with myself coming from a religious family, I interjected aspects of Jesus and of God. And I remember that as a small child, when we said our evening prayers, we had a little prayer to our guardian angel. And so I learned to believe in her and through the psychological process of interjection, she became a part of me. And you know, I still sometimes catch a glimpse of her in the corner of my eye. But returning to the Stations of the Cross that I made, I, I started imagining what kind of rapper might Jesus be if he were here on earth now? Well, what kind of rap might he deliver in response to the challenges facing us today? And the, the image of Jesus that I imagined was the one described by John in chapter 2 when he tells of how Jesus drives them and he changes out of the temple. So what I saw was an angry Jesus filled with a righteous rage. And then I imagined that, that angry Jesus, if he were here now in our time as a rapper and how he might respond to the things happening here right now. But this is just one of many images of Jesus that I have interjected. So, for example, as we heard in the Gospel reading, and as we prepare for Christmas during this period of Advent, our minds turn to the image of the infant Jesus with Mary and Joseph 
And the first line of the rap that I wrote tries to reflect this. It goes, you all think that you know me because you read the book, so go turn them pages, go take a look. Now, as a father myself, I am, of course, aware that inevitably I will be some kind of a role model for my son. And I left having a family rather late, and Oscar frequently and gleefully likes to remind me that I'm the oldest dad in his school. Now, it's also interesting to me that in the, 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 in the Bible, it tells us so little about Joseph the carpenter, the man who brought Jesus up, his dad. Matthew, as we heard earlier, um, says a little bit about Joseph's betrothal to Mary and the circumstances surrounding the birth of Jesus. But after that, there's not very much about Joseph there in the New Testament. On the other hand, Jesus frequently talked about his heavenly, heavenly Father. Now, going back to that psychological process of introjection, we might be able to extrapolate that the qualities that Jesus attributed to his heavenly father might also have been shared by Joseph the carpenter, his dad. My mind immediately goes to the parable of the prodigal son, in which Jesus says, but while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. And later in the parable, but his father said to the servants, quick, Bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fatted calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And so they began to celebrate. So for me, it's not difficult to imagine that these qualities of a compassionate, generous, loving and forgiving father the qualities that Jesus may have internalized through identifying with his earthly dad, Joe the Carpenter. Now, I don't know what kind of role model I might be for Oscar pretending that I can write rap, and I'm not going to try and sing it, but I'm going to tell it. Here it is. You all think that you know me because you read the book, so go turn them pages. Go take a look. Thing is... What's in them pages don't give the whole picture. Wrote down ages after I've been and done my stuff. And you call that scripture? You've got to let me inside, sharing your soul. Then we can grow together, you and me becoming whole, finding hope together. We've got to take on all them hope takers, despair makers, fake imitators, them rich high flyers, them climate change deniers. So when you turn the other cheek to them hope takers who are trying to make you weak, then you're going to find that you won't be able to hide the Jesus inside. I spent some time among you, talked to them that listen. Didn't care if they were clean or a leper, rich, poor. They're all the same to me, born into humanity. Many turned against me, so I turned the other cheek. But they nailed me to a tree. They crucified me, left me dead and buried, but not for very long. Now you've got to let my resurrection make you strong. Some hear what I taught you. Others don't want to listen. It's all in the book, so you can't miss them. The stories I told, I'm still telling you now. I've got to get through to you all somehow.
And then the final verse. Now I, now I ain't around no more. It's all down to you. So you need to look me in the eye and tell me for what and for why you're all letting my planet die. So that's it. My attempt to be a cool dad. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to quit my day job though. Now Stormzy is a professional grime artist and rapper. He's earned both fame and fortune. He's used some of his wealth to provide university scholarships and more recently has started his own publishing house in order to promote young black writers. He does not shy away from controversial issues in his rapping and underlying much of his output there's a strong Christian ethic. He takes the responsibilities of being a potential role model seriously, I think as reflected in the title of a recent single, Heavy is the Head That Wears the Crown, he sings. So when it comes to Stormzy, I don't mind Oscar getting into him because I've become a bit of a fan myself. So to finish, I want to turn to, to Stormzy and give him the last word. So here he is, singing on a, a, a London estate, not unlike some around here, blinded by your grace. So over to you, Stormzy. Stormzy.